When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I am Gav and I've made a mess of that start, to be perfectly honest <laughs> with you. Um, I'm missing something. I'm missing an intro. I don't know where it's fucking gone. But that's how things go. Uh, Liverpool v Newcastle tonight. An AFCON update and the January window as well. We're going to have a look at as well. Um... With me this evening, I have got uh, Chris and Keith, Chris and Keith, Chris and Keith, Chris and Keith, to talk through it all. Keith um, is adamant that he wants to talk about Sergio Aguero before we leave. If we forget, I don't know what he's going to do, some sort of lawsuit, I'm not too sure. Yeah, but dirty protest. Dirty protest, that's it. Or, or, um, or he'll sing. <laughs> yeah, well, oh, well he'd sing anyway. Um, it all yeah. depends what he's listening to at the moment. It's, it is Christmas time, so the chances are a bit of... Uh, who sang Mistletoe and Wine? Cliff Richard. No, no, no. Cliff Richard. No, no, no. Come on. Cliff no, Richard. don't listen to Cliff. No. No, Jesus, not, not no a bit of Cliff, no. no. Okay. No. Bit of Elton John. Um, yeah. But, um, yeah, there's plenty to talk about. Um, one of the big things for me is, um, I'm laughing today, I'm not too sure if, if it's true, but it, the Premier League told us today that, you know, no more, no more cancellations. Stop messing. And then they cancelled the game um, a couple of hours before it started, which was which was the crack. So um, <laughs> it was one of those. But, lads, I want to start with the AFCON, if that's okay with you. Um, varying reports coming out today from journalists, both um, England, around Europe, in Africa, all sorts of stuff. And, Keith, I'll come to you first. Like, there seems to be a lot of... like. You know this no smoke, um, yeah. You know fire. fire and stuff like that. No smoke without fire. No smoke without fire. I try yeah. my best to not get that out. But you have two sides now that are going. You know, one is a lot of journalists going. This is going to be called off. They're in talks to call this off. And you have the, you know, the African Federation basically saying, "No, this is going ahead." And when you look at it, where are we? Twenty days out, me. Yeah. About that, yeah. About that. About 20, yeah. 25 days out. So, with um, Keith, what do you make of all this? Because I'll, I'll throw a few things up on the screen while you're talking. Yeah. Show what's going on today. But <clears> it, it, it seems to be running out of time to call her off, is what I'm trying to say to you. Yeah, I sort of agree. Um, you know, I do agree with that adage, Gav, that there's no smoke without fire because uh, a lot of the journalists are coming out are supposedly reputable. Was it L'Equipe or France Football? One of them came out breaking it as well and you know they were they're obviously getting the information from somewhere now there's obviously talks to go on and we're seeing things like uh it's getting cancelled then you see the eca have wrote and said 
the players. We don't want players going. Then you've got talks of um, the <clears throat> the Afcon going ahead, but none of the uh, European based players playing. It does all sorts of rumors coming out, and I agree. I think it's too late in the day. They were talking about moving it from Cameroon, but I don't know where you can really can really move it to. Do you know what I mean? Like I'd say it's not going to make much of a difference. Um, oh, RMC, yeah. Um, but, like, there must be some talks. Do you know what I mean? CAF are currently undertaking discussions about possible cancellation. I mean, That's the I first thing that came out this morning. Yeah. They're currently under, undertaking discussions about a possible cancellation of next month's AFCON in Cameroon, according to RMC, more to follow. Right? Yeah. And then, I'm just going to run through these. We might as well. Go right through. Here, right? Yeah. Um, and then we had... Um, we had this from Sadiq Adams, who says CAF have quashed re- reports circulating on several European platforms, ju- suggesting that AFCON 2021 is on the brink of cancellation. CAF head of media relations and operations, uh, Lux September, describes the reports as fake news. All right, um, which I I can't. That kind of makes me nervous when they use yeah. the word fake news. All right, um. Yeah. And then, then this comes out later on from Gary Al Smith, who says the European Club Association writes to, to CAF informing them that they have no intention to release African players for the 2021 AFCON in Cameroon. ECA have been lobbying for tournament postponement since early November. CAF quickly moved to quell reports say AFCON will happen. So, someone's fucking telling lies here. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff coming from both sides of this, which makes you think that there has to be something in the the talks about it not going ahead. Now, the the bit that sort of I'd be interested in is this thing of the the ECA saying they're not releasing the players. Um, what where do you stand then? Can they block them from playing for the duration of the tournament? Do you know what I mean? So you end up like Brazil what with Brazil. Yeah, because Brazil threatened us with that for the um, Alisson and Fab- Fabinho one. But they they done it, didn't they? Or did, yeah. did that get cancelled? No, they... no, we just let them. We just sent them over there, and then they didn't. Yeah. They didn't start the next game for us because they weren't back in time. But they, yeah. that's what they were going to threaten. But us there with. is that that threat is there that you can mm-hmm. stop if you refuse to release players. You can they can stop them playing for the duration that they were meant to be gone for. And all right, it would mean that. If from a Liverpool point of view, that Sadio and Mo and Naby aren't actually in Africa playing, they won't be able to play for Liverpool. So I don't know if people think that's a better solution. I just think there has to be something in this. I think there's going to be, I think there's going to be negotiations to get cancelled or defer the tournament and a payoff to the Cameroon. I've seen, um, I've seen that being mentioned, and that to me, it's, where can they defer like, to though? That's well, sometime money they, talks they, and yeah, because they can't they can't move to next January because. But but isn't it weird that, well, that you see BBC and, and Sky announcing that they're that going they're to show the whole showing, tournament? Yeah, and I'm like, and that, and that's I, it exactly. I, and my question today was: Are these announcing this today? Like <laughs> when all this going on, the Sky going, we're showing the African nations, and everyone's yeah. going, mate, we don't it's think it's on. on. You know, yeah. Tor says it's as grim as fuck um, of the reaction. We should remember the human cost, but it's shameful government bodies can't do clarity. They never do clarity. Oh, they man. never do clarity. And we'll, we'll get on to clarity a little bit later on with regards yeah. to the Premier League as well. Um, but like, like Laura Duffy says as well, like, you know, holding a tournament um, 
she says holding a tournament in a country with a civil war was not a great idea um, regardless of COVID and cholera outbreak but I don't know like it's 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 for me it's just very very strange that we're now sitting mid-December we're, we're 10 yeah. days out from Christmas we're were probably 20 days out, less than the players being due to be released. I think it was January 3rd, yeah. with the tournament to start on January the 10th. And this is still going on, still going on. You know, Chris, for you, what way do you see this going? Because, like I said, it's varying reports from different parties all throughout today. And, you know, a lot of Liverpool fans are going, look, if it gets cancelled, we keep these three players for January and it's good and stuff like that. But you do have to go back and look at what Tor says there and says the human element overall. These players want to play with our country and in what's, yeah. A, what's, yeah, I think and what's the what's the second biggest tournament to them um, in international football? Yeah, I mean, when I started hearing the rumours coming out that it was going to get cancelled, I thought this probably happened and the calf stuff where they were questioning it, I thought it was a little bit of um, trying to show trying to sh- uh, bit, a bit of a bluff, you know, because they, they know it's going to get cancelled, but they wanted, they wanted to get leaked on their terms. But with BBC and Sky saying they've got, um, uh, they're showing the games, it feels like possibly the people saying it's going to cancel have, have jumped the gun a bit. As in like, yeah. maybe there is, maybe there have been, or maybe there still are discussions about moving it. Um, I mean, look, I can understand the fans being happy that if it got cancelled or postponed, we don't lose Sadio, we don't lose Mo, we don't lose Navigator while we're in the mix of a title run. I get that. Uh, you know, my initial thought was that well, that's good for us. But whether people like it or not, they want to. These lads want to play in this tournament. It's the biggest tournament for them outside of the World Cup. You know, if you know, look at the hoo ha when the, the Euros got moved. I mean, there's a little part of the things if FIFA or UEFA really give a shit about the African Cup of Nations, which they should do, because it's a big tournament, like you know, like Copper America, like the Euros. If it has to be done in the January, why can't they? Make sure it's going to be in a January where you haven't got a World Cup the next summer. And you basically say to football, right, for three weeks, the, the league shut down. And if you want to watch football, the only thing you can watch is the AFCON, which puts all the focus on the AFCON, makes it more prestigious, doesn't really affect anyone's league situation because basically the rest of your players get three weeks off. And you extend the league, league by, three week, by three weeks as long as you haven't got a sum, summer tournament, which isn't going to work in the current climate. But that's probably would have been the more sensible thing because that keeps everyone happy. African players can go and play can go and play in the Afcon. You know, it makes a makes the tournament more prestigious because what because if you want to footy, that's the only footy you can watch, and you know it'll be it'll be a decent, very decent standard. And if an English English and European club, you don't lose players during the, the league, and basically you get a bit of that almost like the winter break that we've been asking for in England properly for a winter break for ages. I'm wondering, I'm wondering if Sky and B, BBC have got a good deal on this. And it's written mm. into the contract that regardless of when it goes ahead, we get at this deal. And they're kind of going, well, if it happens in the summer, we'll get more out of it because, you know, nobody's watching anything else during the summer. Whereas they're going to be competing against what is European League football um, during January, you know, the sort of way. So it's, it's just a mess. And, you know, there is the health side of it. And, you know, our country's red listed because... Countries are red listing other countries. They're falling over themselves to do it now. They will be anyway. You know, the yeah. sort of way. So you, you have to look at, you know, players looking and the clubs. From the club's point of view, they don't want them to go because of their health risks and also losing them for late games. Let's be honest about it. Like, let's not, let's not play the EJ here. But if they go away to Cameroon and go and go deep in the tournament, like, I think someone was saying you only miss two league games because it's on throughout January there, the end of January. The end of January, start of Feb. 
And but if they go deep and then they go, you're red listed, 10 days isolation, can't do football. That's another two weeks you're out for. And you could be missing more league games. So clubs are definitely looking at it from the football side as well as the health side. But even the two game thing is not guaranteed yet because officially all the African players are supposed to play on Boxing Day and then go and then go to and then go get ready for the tournament. Yeah, it's not officially been agreed. Liverpool, I think. Yeah, there was talk. There was talk of them agreeing on t- till the tour of January, which would have get, yeah. got got them but, the first league game in the new year out of the way. Yeah, but as of as of last weekend, Klopp was saying it still hasn't. Been, there's been no agreement. They're still sitting and waiting. So at the moment, Klopp's got a game against Leicester between Christmas and New Year, and he doesn't know if he's got Salah or Manny. He still actually well, physically doesn't know if he's got them yet. I just checked something there, lads, and um, all 11 countries have been removed from their UK's red list as of today. Um, so Angola, Botswana, Eswatini, Lesotho, Malawi, Mozambique, Namibia, Nigeria, South Africa, Zambia and Zimbabwe are all on the list um, and they're being taken off the list. So... I don't know. You know it's not it's looking like uh, Before we move into uh, Liverpool v Newcastle, just on the Premier League, because we've seen sports having games called off, and we've seen United get a game called off, and um, you know there was reports that the sports players that were available were in training the morning of the game they were meant to play Brighton. Um, there's reports that Man United after having a game called off on Tuesday were in training today, and then the Premier League said no, 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 you know. Um, no more cancellations, no more this, no more lobbying, and then they called off a game, uh, Watford Burnley tonight. Now, I'm not going to tell you that they're wrong to do that, but the lack of clarity in all this for me is just astonishing. And people will say, "Well, you you don't need to know, you don't need to know this, you need you don't need to know that." At the end of the day, I don't see what the harm is. Is if a, if a club has to be basically tell everyone, we have. Basically, all they, they should say is, right, we want a number on a many players that have appeared in the first-team squad in the last 30 days have COVID. You know, I don't have to name anybody. You know, but if you say you have 12 players that have COVID, it could be, nine of them could be under 20 trees. Do you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it's not it's not being nosy and trying to point score. It's just, a, listen, sports come out and say, listen, eight of our players that have played in the last 30 days in their first-team squad now have COVID. Okay? And... Um, five staff, wherever it might be. And United come out and do the same, and Watford or Burnley or wherever it might be come out and do the same. And on top of that, the Premier League tell you, well, listen, we've looked at it, we know what's going on, and we've we've judged that they don't have enough players to go ahead. But again, Keith, um, and this isn't, uh, people, when you say this, people go, are oh, you just saying that because, you know, with United or, or Spurs, you think they're getting an advantage? I don't. It just makes it a lot easier for everybody to, to realise and stop all the hullabaloo by going, listen, they've come out and said this and the Premier League rules are that and this is what's going to happen and everyone's called with it because people are still floating around today not knowing what the fuck's going Yeah, it's very confusing. Um, teams have, they, there's no consistency with the with the rulings and that's the problem. You know, some teams, mm. um, going back last season, there was, you know, teams that had have cases and were made play and, now you've got instances where look, we're not questioning what's going on at Spurs and in in you know insinuating that Ant Dodgy has gone on at Manchester United. But if you've got a load of players that are whether they're close contacts or whether they're confirmed cases, surely you lock things down. 
and you don't go training the next day. And that's where there's a lot of confusion is coming from this. You know, like if Spurs, I thought Spurs were, were boxed off now until before they played us. But obviously they're not. Because well, Leicester are looking to get that one cancelled and can't. Yeah, for, so so Spurs had their game against, um, was it Wren? Wren, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Men. they had that called off. And there was murder over that because Wren said they have an email from Spurs on the Wednesday to say the game's going ahead or the Tuesday. They show up in London. It might have been on the towards Wednesday evening or the Thursday morning, wherever it was, or the night before the game. And when they turn up, they're told the following day, it's not going ahead after yeah. receiving clarification that it was, right? Um, they then have that Brighton game called off. All right, but the, but then they were like, "Oh, we've closed the training ground. No one's allowed near it." Blah blah blah. But the morning, the reports were the morning of the Brighton game. Sports players were doing double sessions with Antonio Conte. Right now, that could be all the players that were negative. But to clear all this up, they just need to say, "Listen, there was only eight of them, or there was only ten of them, or there's only twelve of them, and three yeah. of them are goalkeepers." We're not we asking for who them. them. You don't have to name them. No. And all they have to do, they just have to, they, they don't have to tell us anything. But they should go to the Premier League and say, this is the amount of players in the last, whatever amount, last four match day squads that have it. And we, this is the amount of players that are currently negative, And them amount of players cannot fulfill the fixture. And Premier League look yeah. at it and go, yeah, look, there's no arguing with it. There's, it's either positive or negatives and stuff like that. The Premier League look at it and release a statement going, game is off because... Criteria A here is part B, part C, and the result of that is this because of the rules we've put in place. That didn't happen. Manchester no. United then, after playing Norwich reported cases, okay, had the game against Brentford called off. Norwich game went ahead against Villa, okay, which is fair enough. Test them, they're negative. Go ahead and play. We United tested. Now, I've seen someone there today saying there could be up to f- between 15 and 20 cases at United. I'm not too sure. But reports then was... This morning, Manchester United were back in training. You know what I mean? Again, it could be five players, it could be ten players, it could be twelve, and four of them are goalkeepers. We don't know what they are. Now, Spurs are due to play Leicester. Am I correct, Thursday? Yeah. 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 Uh, same night as us. And basically Leicester have said we ha- I think they said nine. Yeah. Nine players um with COVID related or illness is what he said. Yeah, but right. they have injuries as well. They have injuries as well. They've no, they've no senior centre-back was the word yeah. that was, mm-hmm. was given out. But, again, like, there's just no clarity. There's no... It's all very well, all these clubs kind of saying, well, we've nine of these players. Well, who are they? And the Premier yeah. League are just sitting there going, and then, of course, no more no more this, no more that, and they call a game off hours beforehand today. Like, Chris, what needs to be done here? To, and I'm not saying what needs to be done to make it... For, for everyone in the world to be happy. But what needs to be done where you just go, it's very, very simple process. And here's the simple process. And we all know the outcome by just reading what they've said. Because nobody knows, Chris. No, Look, we're going no. to do Christmas period now and we genuinely don't know what the fuck they're going to do. No, it's it's the ambiguity. and But that's the Premier League and the FA all over. They, they like to leave that ambiguity in there. Christ knows why. But if you just came up with whatever they decide the ruling is, whether it's, if you have 13 players, 15 players, you know, if you, you know, there could be a rule around goalkeepers because that's more specialist, you play the game. If it's this many, or if your training ground has been, you know, taken over by COVID, then you shut it down. But if you've got that many, that you have to shut the, the, the training ground down, then surely 
the training ground and the player should be out of bounds for 10 days. So you basically write off two weeks. Now, writing off two weeks in December is a logistical nightmare, but mm-hmm. that's what you do. But if everyone knows the number or everyone knows the parameters that they work within, there's no surprises. And clubs can plan around that and clubs can know what they want to do. Because at the moment, people don't know if they're playing players or not playing players. Um, planning. And also, it's if you want to talk about player safety, that's also the player safety element is you know what's expected for the, from the clubs, which is if you get this many cases, it's all shut. It's the fixtures cancelled. If it gets to this level, everything's shut down. And the players, everyone go well, it home. It seems to be the clubs are just shutting things down. Mm. The clubs yeah. seem to be shutting things down and going. And and the, the, the word they're using is lobbying. And that's what annoys me. You shouldn't mm. need to lobby. You should put you should put the facts forward. And the facts are just fed into the criteria that's there from the FA or the Premier League. And you go, well, we've looked at it. And, you know... Yeah, you pass four of the five criteria, but the last one says you're you have you've you've fourteen players there. Yeah, wasn't that meant to be a rule? Yeah, and you've seven or eight. Yeah, you've seven or eight in your twenty trees. So that means you have at the moment twenty two players to choose from from a premier for a Premier League fixture. But this lobbying thing is what got me, Chris, because that means Mm. that they're going in, going, look, forget about all the stuff that we've ever done before. Look, we've loads of players missing. Do we have to play this game? You know, the sort of way. And that's what's trying to get players to me. Missing, and that's the problem. Was there an incident last year when City got a game cancelled? for Not got Everything. it. That's the wrong, the wrong terminology. The game was cancelled because yeah, of it. The, the game was, was cancelled on yeah. like three, two hours notice. It was, but was there another one? Yeah, no, it, was, it, was. it was. It was Everton. It was Everton it, City it, and City showed up in Liverpool. And yeah, then said that the, the bubble had been compromised, blah, blah, blah. And it was called but was there not another game where... There was Someone was one. told you failed your twenty trees. Was there not another game where some and there was That's, a bit of an uproar about that? Well, it was against Villa, wasn't it, in the FA Cup? Because they said they couldn't work out where they could uh, move the FA Cup game to, so we had to play their under twenty threes. You know, listen, their under twenty threes did well because they won one nil up. But you know what could Liverpool got the benefits of that? But what could have been a very exciting FA Cup fixture because Villa had, had the, uh, the hood overs at that time became yeah. farcical, and again yeah, but- you. Villa was told you ha- it was almost like Villa were weren't made to play, but it was made difficult enough that Villa basically had to feel their kids, which mm. is, but it, but it isn't right. But but even if you even if you if you want to show a, a certain amount of leeway on this, right, and you say right, what's happening to Spurs and what's happening to United has caught us on the hop. Fair enough, mm. right? It can happen, right? Fair enough. There's a bit of a panic. Spurs have 13 members of staff, mix of players and staff. United have X amount. Fine. But what I'm saying is, what straight away they should be putting into place right everyone back into them bubbles that we had before yeah. you're all staying in fucking assigned hotels you're, you're being tested in the morning you're being tested in the evening and if you test positive in the evening and then the following morning you're good to play okay yeah. it's only if you turn up in the morning of the game and I know it's going to put out fans and stuff like that I get that but we're giving this game every chance we can to start so on the morning of that game if you if you test 25 players and 14 of them come back right right they're good do you get me? But what you're going to find is going, yeah, well, 15 of them come back, but there's eight of them are positive and these could be close contacts. And then there's so much leeway in it. It's un- it's yeah. unbelievable. And it, look, it's it's a hard situation, but I just, I just can't for the life of me understand how the FA or the Premier League in, in particular are not just turning around and saying, this is what's happening. This is what's happening. Yeah. And that's it. And put, yeah, all, it put all the players in together. And draft in 23s if you have to. And keep them all together and make sure they follow criteria and test, test, test. 
because they have they have the means to test. There's no there's no doubt about the it. issue. The issue isn't with, in my opinion, I'll speak for myself. The issue for me isn't with Spurs or Manchester United doing that. I'm watching Leicester very closely on what they do because they're claiming they have got cases, which is fair enough. But they let slip that they've no true injury as well. They've no centre backs, so I'm going to be watching them and seeing are clubs going to try and manipulate it. Where if there's no clarity, if there's no no clarity, with people like it or not, and people will think this sounds awful, clubs will try, clubs and companies, whether will always try and bend rules to their advantage. And if there's no clear procedure in place, then it's a lot easier to do it and a lot easier to figure out. The only thing I I don't agree with, Gav, is the uh, maybe the United thing and Spurs and come on hop in a nice possible way. COVID's been around now for two years. Yeah, there I should understand be things, that. There should, there should be things in place now for what if you have because it can't be. It can't I be guess, I get that. I get that. All but, fifteen broke out. It's but, not but a new thing. But they, but they've managed. They've managed it in a certain way, and obviously the criteria they haven't placed to manage it is now what was working for the last six months is not working now. Yeah. So the, the the maybe the little bit of freedom they give them players has to be pulled rain back in. Maybe the the travel arrangements, the, whatever it might be, the the if they're traveling the night before the game and where they stay, the arrangements it was probably a lax, not lax, but relaxed a little bit over the last six months because he had things in order. And there's always going to be one or two instances that does kind of alert you and go right. This has happened. We're gonna to have to deal with these two, but now this criteria goes into place. But and it may do, but we're still sitting here, you know, a week, a week after Spurs first announced this, and the Premier League have said fucking nothing. They've nothing. Yeah. They basically said no more lobbying and no more cancellations. Blah blah blah, and then cancel. I, I get what you mean by as in like you know maybe the the way they did the balls was the restrictions were relaxed a little bit because of. It was looking like a bit of a normality, I mean, that's all gone to shit now because it probably isn't. But no well organized organization, which let's be fair, the, the FA definitely isn't, doesn't do crisis management, doesn't do crisis planning, which is this is what you do um, if this many players are injured, that many ill. Because how they deal with themselves in and around the ground, yes, that could change, that could happen. But you can't tell me it two years ago. Shit, I didn't realize a whole club could get COVID. You know, it's been around two years. You know, I work in a hotel industry, and I guarantee if I spoke to our head of health and safety, there is a set criteria for we've never had a massive outbreak in the whole hotel. But if we do, this is how we get shut down. This is what happens to every member of staff, every guest, and it's done. And that's probably a legal requirement. So to me, the the FA and the Premier should have had a legal requirement with these are the these are the thresholds you hit. Hit any of these thresholds, this is a cancel fixture. This is shut the training ground down. This is basically almost like you eliminate the club for two weeks and they can't do anything. And this is when you bring them back in mm-hmm. and then you and then you worry about the fixture list. You know, those sort of things to me should have been done. Maybe that is clear between the Premier League and the clubs and they do have that threshold and you know and it's just not being made made public. But that just creates a, a scepticism then that you know, they're making it up as they go along and they're taking each game or each incident on its individual merits when there should be a, a blanket rule. I mean, I know it's a different, it's going slightly off topic, but in Portugal a couple of weeks ago, Benfica had to play Belenenses. Oh, yeah. They had seven players. Two goalkeepers. Two goalkeepers. One goalkeeper had to play outfield. They were 7-0 down or something, or they eight players or something. One fella got injured. They had to abandon the game. One now, that's obviously sent off or something, yeah. That's, that's, that's obviously in Portugal. And that, that decision was made because the Belenenses chairman wanted the game to go ahead for some reason. But there's no 
one size fits all, but each federation or each 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 um you know league should have their own set rules, and that's what I think the frustration is in the Premier League. They mm. say they're the best league in the world, they're the biggest league in the world, the best footballers in the world are playing there, the best managers in the world are all in the Premier League. Yet there's this sort of but it's the grey area. It's the, mm. it's the worst organised in terms of yeah. officiating, which we all know is dog shit, and when things go wrong, they don't have a clue. Yeah. I mean, that's, well, the, that's the perception against. Now, maybe they do. Maybe I'm doing a disservice and it's all organised, but sometimes communication, they're, they're very poor at stuff like this when mm-hmm. it's a, a difficult conversation. When it's just like, just the best club in the world, we made the most money. They're dead, they're dead good at communicating that. But well, Holly Wallen says, your health stuff. is your wealth. I wish, good, I wish people would get that into their fucking heads. Yeah, it absolutely is. It absolutely yeah, is. And, you know, that's why the talk around... Um, the Afcon going ahead. It's it's uh, clubs are definitely looking at it as an advantage if they don't have to send their players. But overall, the big thing is our players safe to go here. Our players safe to go anywhere because if the Champions League was on next week. You'd be asking the same question: Are players safe to travel to X, Y, and Z? Your health is your wealth. Um, Red Ross Steve says, um, and he's changed his name again. And <laughs> we're gonna have love to. Uh, we're gonna have to do something about this fella. He's starting to annoy me now, um, because he keeps changing it. But I know who it is, so that's good. Can someone do a pie chart showing pod splits into football COVID general air fryer chat? Well, the, the funny thing is now, right? If we didn't speak about this, you'd be guaranteed someone would comment after going, "Why aren't you talking about what happened with COVID and all these clubs and the and the Premier League?" And then we talk about it, and Steve gets all upset, and you know, it's not necessarily the COVID that we're talking about. It's the cancellation it, of games. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So we're not talking about COVID as such, um, you know, vaccine, anti-vaccine, any of that stuff. We're just talking about the impact because games are getting cancelled and some are being played. And we ju- it's the the uncertainty around it. So, you know, games are getting called off left, right and centre. We have to talk about that, you know what I mean? And and in the spectrum of, of AFCON as well, I think. Mm. I understand people do get pissed off at that sort of stuff, but I think it is only right that we talk about it's, it. Okay. It's also kicking. It's also kicking a problem down the road because Craxos was going to fit, fit these fixtures in. The fixture list is tight, and we can't extend the season really because of if we extend the season now, that eats into the summer, which is less that, of a break. That, that, that's, that's the next World Cup. But that's that's a lead on from the lack of clarity. Because mm. if if Leicester was successful in getting that game against Sports called off, Sports have two games now. They Three, have yeah. Brighton. Well, Ren as well, yeah, but that has to be done. With no, no, that won't go ahead. They had, they had Burnley. Oh, yeah, yeah, because of the snow, of course. So they Burnley, they have uh, Brighton, and they'd have Leicester. So they've three yeah. games, and they're not fitting in over Christmas. So then they've an extra three games between January and and May. Now you could say they get knocked out of the cup early, and they could meet if those clubs go out. Fair enough, but that happens. The chances of the, getting the three of them sorted, you know, and not one of those clubs going into the sixth round quarterfinal of the cups is. It's fairly low, I think. But um, we better get off this before. Breaking news by um, Red Raw, David. It's Reed Raw, not Red Raw. Okay. Didn't think about that when you made it up, but did he? No, he didn't. He's Red Raw. Red Raw. Yeah. Unlucky. (laughs) Unlucky. You you, you want to put a space in between the uh, the, D and the O there. Or the E and the D, whatever. But we're going with Red Raw. Change it now if you want, buddy, because it's Red Raw forever now. (laughs) Um, Even if you just change to Steve, we're going to call you Red Raw Steve because you're fucked up and I'm delighted. Um, Red Raw Steve. Love it. Um, My favourite person on YouTube. Right, let's move on. Um, Liverpool face Newcastle um, tomorrow. um, Tomorrow night, 8pm at Anfield. 
Cancel by six. It's a big game. Newcastle, Newcastle are struggling, struggling badly. Um, mm. And we get onto the transfer window in a little bit because um, they're going to play a significant part, I think. Yeah. But Liverpool, I think, going for six league wins in a row, if I'm, if I'm right. Um, yeah. Yeah, yep. six league wins Sal- in a row. Salah's um, going for a record, isn't he, as well? Ah, he's Noble. fucking going for records every week. Most, most, most uh, games in a row for goal and assist. A goal involvement. Oh, I moment. think if he scores, I think if he scores one more, scores or assists, he beats Vardy's record. Okay, Keith, I'll come to you yes. first. Before we get into lineups, predictions, form, and stuff like that, how are you feeling going into this one? Because I'm going to be honest with you, these are the ones that unnerve me, <laughs> right? Um, and, and the simple yeah. reason is I, I always talk about it: Liverpool and their attitude. If their attitude is right. There's not many teams, if any, out there that allow football Liverpool, um, if their attitude is right. But I just, I don't know, these are the ones I get nervous about. If we were playing Manchester United tomorrow, I'd be less nervous. Let me put it that way. These are cat's piss. Newcastle are one of the worst teams in the league. Um, they're devoid of quality. They're devoid of, um, you know, confidence. They've got a manager who some people rate Eddie Howe. I think he's a decent enough coach at a certain level, but I don't know if you know Liverpool is 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 where what he wants to be dealing with at this stage as well. So I can't see anything but a comprehensive win, to be totally honest. And that's look, it can come across as arrogant, they can come across as cocky. Newcastle, big club, you know, big fan base, passionate fan base. They're going to be huge players in the market. We know that, but this current Newcastle side. No, I'm not seeing a, I'm not seeing a threat in there. And that could come back to bite me on the arse. I do understand what you're saying, Gav, that these are the sort of games um, that can catch you out. But I just think, you know, last season we drew with them, didn't we, near the end? Twice, um, twice didn't we? Home and away. Yeah. We threw away we, silly games. Yeah, Willock doesn't Willock get an equaliser Well, they get an equaliser, have it disallowed for... Yeah. A toenail being offside. And then, and then score. And then and go then back and get seconds, another one because we just let them score them. again. You're like, fuck it. Yeah. It, now, it was it was a car crash defending that. Which it was. It has, element, has elements of Brighton's 2-2 this year. Yeah. But I, I, I think, could be wrong, you know what I mean? Put the markers on it. I think we're, we're much better than that now. Do you know what I mean? We, we know last year was last year and, you know, things weren't right. This year, I think, you know... Callum Wilson, Alan Sam Maxima and Joe, Joe Linton, even though Joe Linton's a bit shit, he will be a threat. Their front three will be a threat if they go with that. The rest of that team, like, I'm having a quick look at their expected lineup and the defence is fucking de- deplorable. Federico Fernandez, Jamal Lascelles, Fabian Schar. Schar is a decent player. Mankio and Jamal Lewis, Willock and John Joe Shelby possibly in the midfield. Is- I mean, they need to find a midfield to replace John Joe Shelby. He's a walking time bomb. You yeah. saw it in the last game. You saw it in the last game. They subbed him off before he got sent off. But John Joe Shelby's been like that since we signed him. Yeah. And he's been like that at Swansea. He, he's just that type of player. He's, he's got a lot of talent and ability, but he's so easy to wind up. And he ends up always getting himself yellow carded and you wait for the record. He's, he's becoming a bit of a the modern day league animal. Yeah, and that's why I think, you know, if we play now, there could be changes. We know that there could be changes to the lineup. But if we're going in there with a Fabinho, Henderson, Thiago <laughs> midfield, you know, Shelby's not going to see much of the ball and the frustration will 
will build. And even if we were to make a change there and we were to bring in Naby, let's say, for this game, I don't think it's going to be any easier for them. Do you know what I mean? Like, So I think, I can't see where Newcastle's threat will come from. I know Sorry. they can come back and bite you on the arse, but yeah. you know, it's, 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 a, it's a poor team. Yeah, so, Rod Steve's changed his name again, which Gavo like. Sorry, um, Gavo, stop. Sorry, Gavo, I will stop changing my name. It's changed. Is that, do you know what we should do? Can, can, we, can, we, can we pick a name for Steve? And make, Red, if Steve agrees, can we pick a name that he has to stick to? And I'll be very fair, but I won't be a, I won't be a prick over it. Um, <laughs> attention, sorry, Gavo, we'll stop changing my name, a.k.a. Steve. Will you let us pick a name for you that you have to stick with forever? How does that sound? Um, let us know. Chris, mm. loads of people in the chat there talking about what do you reckon with changes, resting players. You know, we have got Spurs away on Sunday. Um, I reckon, I reckon and, we make about four. Yeah, well, the thing is, like, we have Spurs away, and I'm, I'm going to be very interested to see that Spurs lineup against Leicester, yeah. right? Mm. Um, because if all being fair, if all being what you, what's led to believe, they shouldn't have a, a, anywhere near. A full team, uh, full team out there against Leicester, and we'll only have them back the day, the day of the Liverpool or the day before the Liverpool game. But Chris, I'm not a man for changes. I'm just not, um, not in life. I like changing life every not so often, but in this game, I'm just like, just go out and win the game. But you think about four. You think we just cover four? Yeah. Good. Yeah. It's it's this time of year where people like it or not. It's where Klopp, Klopp does four or five changes every game. He's obsessed with it in December. And to be fair to him, nine times out of, I mean, our December record's really, really good under clock. Yeah. I think last time we lost a game in December was Bournemouth away, which has been that green kit. So we're talking quite some time ago. I think we had carriers and goal. No, was it? No, second. Yeah, we had toxic carriers and goal as well, which <laughs> was part of the reason we lost. Um, so I think he does that. I, I think if the gap, if we were playing Wednesday and then playing Spurs, Thursday, I'd expect less changes. I think the third, I think the Thursday Sunday, it's almost like the Europa League thing. Yeah. And Thursday Sunday kills people in the Europa League, and similar in in the league. And plus, then I suppose you'll make massive changes for the Leicester game midweek. But I I can't see Matip starting because to ask Matip to do Thursday Sunday, I think you're asking yeah, for trouble. That's fair. And I, and I think personally, if you got, if you had to pick which game you want Matip for, I'd want him for Spurs away. Mm-hmm. And I think it's good. I think it'd be a good game for Canati because his pace against the St. Maximan is probably what you need. Um, it might be a good game to give Robbo a rest. This is the sort of side actually that Simicat is built for, which is we've always said we want to rest Robbo against the bottom half side. This is literally, if Simicat isn't ready for Newcastle at home, He's not going to be ready for anything. And to me, if I see Simicast, he doesn't he doesn't worry me. And then apart from that, the other two are Tiago and Jota. Um, because I think t- apparently Jota Thiago, and, apparently someone said earlier Jota and Sorry, as in Jota will start. Trained. Haven't well, trained. Firmino is back in contention though. Yeah, that's one because I was gonna say if Origi trained, I'd do Origi in the middle and I'd do Chamberlain for uh Tiago. Again for Tiago, I think asking Tiago to do Thursday, Sunday, you're asking for a bit of trouble. Okay. You know, he, he hasn't had many injuries, but we also know his history of having injuries, so mm. quite Cody risky. Jones back in training, but I don't think he'd yeah. make it. Yeah, Klopp, Klopp said he Klopp said he won't be back uh, for Newcastle. He said Firmino's in contention though. So again, yeah. if Firmino's fit enough, do you throw Firmino in for forty five minutes an hour? Does Simakas get a shout at left back for this one? I, I, the, the beauty of it is sorry for cutting in there, lads. The beauty of it is now if we make four changes to the team, 
we're looking at bringing in players who are not, you know, a huge drop-off. So if you bring in Simakas for Robo, I know Robo's elite. Simakas has been more than an able deputy. If you bring in Kanate for Matip, Kanate has been, you know, he's had dodgy moments, but he's on the back of a good game against Milan. His confidence will be up. If you bring in Oxley chamberlain who hasn't always been caught, I know he had a stink on the day against um, against Villa. Yeah, the position. I think the positions are the caramel there. But I think his form up to then has been quite good. And if you were to bring in an Origi or a Taki or one of these, like, they're players that are, you know, are a Milner, let's say. You're bringing in players that the the level will, it's not our best 11. These are the games at home against Newcastle that you can can make these changes for. And you're not looking at it and thinking, oh, I don't know about this. Do you know what I mean? So I'd still be confident if we made four or five changes that we could easily beat them. Veranda Cheese wants to know can he have a spanner at the end of his name um, yeah I can sort that out for you um, sorry for changing my name Gav is now co- he said he trusts me but he's changed his name to as long as it isn't stiff on um, <laughs> between us we'll think of a name for you by the end of it and you'll have to change I just something very simple that I just know it's you I do know it's you by the profile picture with the triangle on it I know it's you all the time but just something, that, just something when I look at it just go yeah that there Steve like even just just Steve would do me. And that means that he, he just Steve because um it means he's not gonna he's not gonna uh, he's not Grab going Steve. to he's not going to change it. Will we just call him just Steve? Yeah. Will we? Let's see if we can think of something. No, more Keith, look, Keith has that evil look in his eye. No, <laughs> yeah. no, no, I won't. No, no. Keith's no, gonna put like a big song lyric in now. No, uh, we no. call him just change it to just Steve, please. And then um Yeah. Someone's pointing out the chat. Uh, Fabinho is one is on four yeah. yellows as well. Oh, well, uh, I'm not. I'm not. I don't give a shit. I'm not stopping. I'm not. Not playing him. Yeah, I'm not, not playing him. Oh no, I, he's playing. See, but then I'd, I'd probably consider resting him. I'd still rest him because I'd want him for Spurs away. Because realistically, if he plays Spurs away and then he gets suspended, touch wood, it's Leeds at home, and we've just seen recently yeah. Leeds are in a horrific bit of form. Now, so do do. Do the bookings only carry over into the league or is it domestic yes. games? Because we've had this argument before. No, I think it changed the year we won the league because I thought that when we rested him against uh, the the Villa 2-1. Okay. So I was like, I was like, let him get a yellow and miss the League Cup. And then they changed the rule, haven't they, to say if he got a booking against Villa, he missed the City game, which is why he missed out completely. So I don't think it does. Okay. Sorry, Gav. Polly Walnuts is saying, sorry, but I was busy there. How on earth can you say that's not what we're talking about? That's the conversation we were having. And for you to dismiss it like that is shocking. I assume he's talking about COVID. Um, Polly, it's it's a comment there. Um, I don't know. Clarify if that's what you're on about there, will you? What me point about that, if that's what you're talking about. Keith, is, sorry, but I was busy there. How on earth can you say that's not... That's not what we're talking about. That's the conversation we're having. And for you to dismiss it like that is shocking. I don't know what he's talking Let's about. Clarify what it is you're on about there, will you? And, uh, we'll I think it's when we showing. said that, I think when people, uh, Steve, when Red Steve's having a, a popper about talking about COVID, he's, he's, yeah. we, I think we said, we're not solely talking about COVID, we're talking about the fixture changes and the, yeah. the and that's, lack of clarity around it. So, yeah, exactly. Both, that's what he's on about. about you know, it's both things. I don't know what his angle is there, but look, just clarify if that's what you meant, and and we can we can discuss it. Yeah, exactly. Look, Polly wants is a scary guy. Look at his picture. 
Yeah. Scary, scary, scary go. Um but he's always in the chat, so um I'm all Oh for, yeah, exactly. And that's what I mean. Go with Keith. Have a have yeah. a pop all you there want. You go, there you go, there you go. Just Steve is in. Just Steve is in. Anyone that's looking for a spanner at the end of the name, it means you become a moderator on the channel. Um I can't do it right now. Um I I can only do it afterwards when I can go back into the actual YouTube and sort it out for you. So we're fairly comfortable with making changes with you two are anyway. Yeah, um, I would be for this. So come on, let's pick a team between us. Because uh, and then when we pick a team, we can talk about the players that are in it and what we feel they'll bring. And you know, is there any threat from Newcastle or what do we have to look for? So we're okay with Allison and goal. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, Trent right back. You yeah. think so? But there is always that Milner curve. But I'd, I'd like to think he go Trent right back. Okay. Could go Gomez. Are you going? Are you going Gomez? No, he could do. I'm saying he could do, but well, I want, you, I, 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 I don't want the could do. I want you to pick a team. So, are you going? Oh, Canate? yeah, yeah. I go Canate and Virgil centre back. Okay, you go with that, Chris. Yeah, yeah, my put that. Okay. Um, let me see. Um, left back, Simakas. We go Simakas. Yeah. Would you? Yeah. Okay. Mm, interesting. Simakas left back. Okay. Um just to give Robo that little bit of a rest and, and just yeah. keep him. Keep yeah, him it's to fresh. manage him, yeah, it's to manage Robo. If we could do the same with Trent, I'd do the same with Trent to be honest, but I just don't I don't you know. You could do Milner there. You could do Milner there. Look But I think that's Kevin three Ball changes says in the back could be able to show, And that's that's the mm. thing. I don't think we'll make that many changes. I think um I think two changes and it's, you know, Simakas and Kanate in and you still have a strong back four. Okay. Midfield. Are you both resting for being because of the yellow card issue? I think I am now. I wasn't originally. Yeah, but I wasn't I originally, don't. but I think I am now. But if that yellow card thing's true, then I'd, Probably you probably do the, have the cinema six. The only thing with that is Klopp has often Fabinho was skated, scared with the yellow card thing before, and Klopp has played him in games that could have reeled him out of big games, having faith that he can. I don't think he can he, walk I don't that think, line. I don't think. I don't think Klopp takes him out of this game. So yeah, I, I don't think he will because I think we might see Thiago rested, which and Chamberlain coming centre mid. Yeah, I would have put Naby in, but Chamberlain's probably the next taxi on the ranks. So. I think so because only only because Naby's only he's only been training for about a week, hasn't he? If yeah. that. Okay, so you're going you're going Ox and Hendel in the midfield. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, then up front is interesting because Jota hasn't trained, but it sounds it. Manny and Sally are both going. Um, yeah. What are you doing up top? Salah, Manny, Bobby. You're putting That's Firmino straight back in. Train. Well, he, he started training. He's been training for a week now. So you'd probably want to give him an hour if if Jota hasn't trained. Well, he had tra- he didn't train last he didn't train last week, and then they gave him half an hour. It's like a pre-arranged thing, so mm-hmm. they could probably do the same again. Give, give Bobby an hour to get about an hour in his legs, and then give Jota half an hour. Okay, okay. I um, would I would play tacky up front. I would not. I'd put Bobby. I think Bobby. I think Bobby will come on, but I don't know if he'll start him with no training. I, think, I know Bobby's a player he trusts to be able to do that. That's yeah. the that's the only thing. Also, I think he does have trust in Bobby that he could drop him in yeah. after have, a rest. There have, been a, there have been occasions where it's worked, but generally, Bobby's a pretty horrific sub. He's one of those players with a brilliant yeah. starter. He's not an impact sub. 
there have been games where he's done it and he's done it really well. You PSG, PSG at home, I get that, but yeah, there's only been two or three it's examples. Ha- it's handfuls. He's, he's that's why I think he's one of those players. That he probably needs to start, give him an hour, so he can play himself into the game, and then you and then you throw him in, and then you th- you throw Jota in or Taki. You know, if you're worried about Jota, but Taki gives half an hour. But okay, so what we've come up with between us is this. Um. Alexon, Trent, Canate, Van Dijk, Simakas, Fabinho, Hendo, Ox in midfield, Mane, Firmino, Salah. Um, I'm all right with that. Yeah, I'm all right with that. He's played a strong team. I think it could be, yeah. I'd have it even weaker. I'd be resting. These are the games when, I know we'll have cup games coming up in January and things like that. I think Newcastle at home at this current time, is not a gimme, but it's as much of a Premier League gimme that um, we we can have. You know what I mean? And yeah. I wouldn't be surprised to see another change in there on top of all that. Okay. The, only, the only game that would be weaker than this game on paper at the moment would be Norwich at home. Mm. That's yeah. probably the only game that you go, that's probably an even weaker team. So, yeah. it's like you said to Keith, this could come back and bite us in the arse, you know, everything's permanent. Yeah, no, I, I, do have, I, do have, I do have a nervousness over it because... If you put me, if you put us in against a top six side tomorrow night, I know Liverpool are going to be absolutely on it and go for you. Yeah. And in fairness, they've been on it against Southampton. They've been on it against Arsenal at Anfield. You know, um, it was tough against Villa at the weekend, but I thought we were we were at it. We really were. I think just Villa were just very stubborn. Um, super. And they're from- a better defensive team, I think, than what Newcastle are. You know, I think they they Villa are built field. on the fact that they've an elite goalkeeper as well. So a defensive setup or a good goalkeeper can get you a long way. Whereas I don't think Newcastle really have that. Before we move on, before we move on, Gav, I'm not moving Ollie on. Walnut said that uh, he wasn't having a pop. No, no, and like like boys, we're not. I just want to clarify. You know what I mean? Nobody likes talking about COVID and things. Ah, yeah, like I know, that. but like, listen, you and Polly Walnut to want to fucking copy ourselves yeah. on, right? Because I, I would all due respect to both of you. This channel is is good football chat. It is, it is, right? I'm going to say it. I'm going to blow a trumpet for once. Uh, uh, yes. But at the same time, don't take anything too seriously. Yeah. Don't do that. Because, uh, yeah, and, and I'm talking to you as well, Keith, right? Give a fuck what? over. Right? What? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it is. It's, 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 it's good football chat. It's very balanced. Yeah. It's very relaxed. Um, and we don't take too much too serious. So no. don't. And we always say the chat and the community around the chat is what makes it the it shows. Yeah, and it always, we stand by that. You know what I mean? So people don't have to always agree with us and things like that. And there's never any uh, hard feelings. You know um, I mean? Ronaldinho, GOAT, Super Chat says, play Thiago and Keita versus Sports to unlock the con tables. Um, I, I think. You, Tiago players, but I think he'll do everything he can to have Fabinho and Henderson on that pitch. That day. yeah, um, we haven't lost yeah. the game with those three playing, have we? Yeah, like, yeah I, I, know. Know, I think you know. Oh, I get the Kate. I get the Kate to unlock the bus bit, but it's that's ignoring the fact that Henderson has been one of our key sort of outlets. Um, on that right, that right side has been devastating of late. You know what I mean? The link up for Hendo and the, Salah. The Fabinho, yeah. Tiago at times now plays it. As a two, yeah. and it, it's almost like the Henson, You've got a free role, and not you forget your defense usually, I'd, but I'd love there's, to less, see. There's, there's less, there's less of a need for him to cover Trent because they go, yeah. we'll do that. You go and push really high up, and also become the fourth attacker and push teams back, which is what we used to, the year we won the league. That's what we were really good at, which is pushing teams back. We did it in a different way. We did it from fullback. 
So it's mm. just like an, an evolution a little bit. Yeah. I, I, I Like the form we're in and the way this system that I think is being altered slightly with that player on the right-hand side of the midfield three getting that chance to push on and um, really push on, it's... I'm just dying to see Harvey Elliott back in it. I really am because yeah. I think he was very good in a in an eleven that had teething problems because you were trying to do this. But you've yeah. started to motor with it and you put him in there, and he's I think he's going to absolutely thrive. And he looks like he's flying when it comes to training as well. So um, it's good. Just and people to- thought that Gav, sorry, people thought when Harvey was in there that the more attacking sort of link up that he was having with Salah was just down to Harvey's natural instincts to maybe go forward but it's obviously planned that Henderson mm. is now doing that as well so it's obviously something that they're looking at mm. really overloading the right hand side with whoever it is yeah. someone that can get in their link up and can deliver the ball in that maybe Thiago is a different type of passer than, than Hendo and, and Naby is certainly yeah. different as well maybe it's that ability to, to get a wide and whip balls in that'll be keep it's the also of, uh, Hendo there. it's also given us a, a different way of getting Trent into dangerous positions because yep. Lately, you've also been seeing like Henderson or Elliot when he played, almost hugging the touchline as the wide right, and Trent's been doing the underlap and almost playing like as a number ten mm-hmm. again, just to get his delivery. But again, because they can't mark him then, and then they switch it back to the the old way. It just it's just it's starting, a different strength. It's, it's starting to look like it's coming together for me um, in mm-hmm. a big way, and I just think. I'm not. I'm not saying drop like you know. People immediately think, well, who are you dropping for Harvey Elliott? I'm not. <laughs> Just play one of them for it's fucking 60 and the other for 20 yeah. and then reverse it for the next game and everyone's exactly. playing great. I'm good. I don't care. Uh, Jono um, says this and Bejan, um, in fairness to him, says very similar. So I want to give him a shout. He says, I expect an easy four or five nil win tomorrow. They are rubbish. And you know the boys watch that City game and they'll want to send a reminder back to those plastic uh, boys, i.e. Yeah. City. Um, just Steve, um, newly christened Just Steve, says, Keith won't break your kneecaps, Gav. Polly, I'm not so sure about <laughs> Uh, well, it depends. If you rub Keith up the wrong way about certain things, he gets very, very aggressive. Very aggressive. Yeah. Um, nah. You know, you start, you start uh, telling him that some stadiums in South America look shy. Yeah, well, don't. Yeah, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, is, he, is he still walking on bridges asking, uh, telling people you're that guy off the internet? Since then, I haven't been spotted once. No. I haven't been approached. I no. think that was a red herring. That yeah, was so something winding me that's, up. That's, that's, just that's getting to walk over that. bridges like I'm Billy Big I Bollocks, took, like my shit. I think you have a t shirt saying, That's right, it's me from yeah. the internet. Someone in an <laughs> office building looking over saying, Oh, here he is. Look, there he is. Thinks he's famous. Sean P. Casey <laughs> says, Rumor FSG have apparently given Mount till the 1st of January to sign their offer of the new contract. Three years extension, I presume. 300,000 a week, agent wants more. I'm um, that's what's taking so long. Sean. Rumours. R- rumour, 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 but. Love it by Fleetwood Mac, and that's the only rumours that I'm um, interested in. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the thing is, Sean, what I would say to you is that, you know, pe- people will will take certain things and they'll, and they'll rumour it. What I noticed about Klopp was when he was asked about it, I think it was last week, it might have been before the Wolves game. I think it might have mm. been. And he's asked about it and he just says, look, it's a contract situation. All parties, it takes time. All parties very relaxed. Everyone knows what they want and it takes time to get there. So Klopp is, now don't get me wrong, Klopp can be a compulsive lawyer at times, but it was more his body language and how cool he was over it. That, um, it was a different a different tone to what we had in the genie situation. And isn't it? I'd be I'd be very surprised if FSG have told him to sign that by the 4th of January 
and he'd still have 18 months back on the contract. Yeah. And they put themselves in a position where they can't fucking, they can't square me over. Because they're exactly. only actually, they're only actually, um, they're weakening their bargaining chip of whatever they have because Klopp or Salah's team will just go, well, literally they put a, an ultimatum on us now. So, you know, yeah. the ball ultimatum. is completely and ugly in their court now. We, we, yeah. we I don't mean, have to do a thing. If he doesn't sign it by the end of the season, I'll be amazed if he's, still, if he's at the club next year. Yeah, you know, I agree. Because I agree, it's different. It's uh, different letting a genie go on a free where you could have got twenty or thirty million. Yeah, you know, this is a best player in the world. This is a ridiculous sum of money that look no club is going to turn down. And that's not even an FSG Liverpool thing. You wouldn't see United or City letting someone of that quality go down to one year and going, "Ah, we'll let him go." Mm. Well, I'm afraid they wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. So the only one, you, the only one big one you have seen is Mbappe at the moment, and that's because. They've been trying and trying and trying to get him to sign a deal, and he just won't, you know. And yeah. and and they've they've weighed her up and went, listen, you know, we, we one more one more bash at the Champions League with him before we lose him on a free. That's just the way they are. But they're in a different fucking stratosphere financially to to the vast vast majority of clubs on, on the planet. Um, and that wasn't a pop at Sean either. Like, it's no, 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 valid no, at all, no, you get these no, rumors no, no. that like, Sean hasn't started the rumor. You hear so many of them, exactly. You hear <laughs> no, so Sean. many of the, the things coming out, and we're going to get, you know, we're getting 100 rumors about Mo at the moment. Wait till it hits January. We're yeah, look, come here. With them. Sean has written that in, and he, he says, look, rumor, because yeah. it is, it's, it's out yeah. there. Um, we're just giving our opinion on it. That would be my yeah. opinion on it. Um, I think the club will do everything they can, but I do agree if it gets to next summer. Mad not to. The way FSG run, they would go, we can't let this go for nothing. We just can't. Um, but I've, it's verging on unforgivable if they don't give him a contract for me. Mm. That's just the way it is for me. I, um, I, still, I still think Salah gets done. I think the two that you've got to worry about is Salah and Bobby. Oh, sorry, uh, Manny and Bobby. Yes. Freud didn't slip there. They're the two where I'm not convinced that both of them get done. I think Salah, they will, because I just think, as you said, to let him go, it's criminal. And to honest, the owner, for the, if people, you know, there are people who don't like the owners, the people who are sitting on the fence, that'll do a big sway against the ownership. And let's be honest, they, they hate they hate any sort of that level of PR. Mm. Manny and Firmino, I think, are the two that you have to worry about more. Well, Bejan puts us perfectly. He says, let's not get bought too bothered with these rumours and focus on winning games. Um, FSG point. will live and die on this hill. I fully, I couldn't agree with you. Mm. I couldn't. Oh, I, oh. I wish I'd written that or said it. Yeah. Um, that's how good that is. Um, just, just that side then. So that, that side that, um, that side that we've seen. Um, <sighs> what does it bring for you? What, what are you looking for? Over? Is it just, is it a case of, does more than enough in there to do serious damage to Newcastle, while at the same time giving a left back, a centre back, a rest, a midfielder a rest, and bringing in a forward and getting them sharp, i.e., Firmino Keith? Yeah, I mean, I think if you look at that, if that was to be the team tomorrow, you're looking at a left back coming in, but we know Simicast is going to be an attacking left back. It's it, it, To me, it just screams absolute overloads all over the place there. Um, it also screams confidence builder for. Yeah. Oh, this might um, touch wood if he plays. I'm hoping this is the game he gets his he gets his goal because yeah. he Ox is that sort of confidence player. And uh, to be fair to him, he's got better at not kicking the crap out of himself mentally when he makes a mistake. He's been quite good at letting the mistake go and playing on. But I, he just looks like if he had like a decisive goal, like the opening goal, where yeah. he 
you know, he's going the he's going the first in a four 0 win. I think for that will take his confidence to a different level, and then he'll go even better. I mean, to be fair to him, I actually think he's had a decent season. You know, he's been available. He's been, he's been he's been he's been I would probably say eight times out of ten been a, a key part. He's had the odd bad game, but to be fair, who doesn't? You know, I don't think the false nine thing works for him, but. I'd like to see someone like a Chamberlain get the opening goal because I think you'll see a different Ox if he gets the opening goal in a, in a Liverpool win. I think that's what he needs. Yeah. I think he's been good this season, as was Naby in the early parts of the season when yeah. he was available. And I think that's a big deal now that our squad players are coming into a, a strong team and a confident team and it makes all the difference whereas last season we were plugging in players playing them out of position um, by necessity whereas with uh, Ox the other day that was a choice that was something that the, the club looked at and you know decided it's something we could do going forward he done it in pre-season whereas last season we were just plugging anyone in that was fit play here play there in a team low on confidence whereas now we've got Tacky coming in well he's not getting many goals he's not you know pulling up any trays He's having decent little performances. Ox is being good. Uh, I think Divock has been good as well. You know, he's got a couple of goals, but I think he's played pretty well in games. So it's it's it should be more than enough to be able to bring these lads in, get them off to a good run, and get the get the result early. And then you know, if you have uh, look, I don't really put the kiss of death on this, but if Tyler Martin's on the bench and you're three four nil up, give the unfit well, again. That's what, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, like I look at that team and I, it has more than enough. I, I go back to it though, um, application. Because Newcastle's idea of this is going to be on the break. They're not going to look and get their foot on the ball and play around you because they get picked off and they get fucking destroyed, right? But they will look to look on the break. And Liverpool are quite happy to, to go and play high up and, and take that. Take that. Andy Kaufman says, Gav, bean toasty, yes or no? 100% yes. But Is that beans has, on toast or a bean uh, no, toast? No, beans toasty. It has to a be done in a sandwich, sandwich maker. maker. It has oh, to be sandwich yeah, yeah. maker. Don't put beans, just make toast cheese. and put, put beans on it. No, put don't put cheese or nothing in it. Just fucking tea. I'll yeah. tell you no, what's beautiful, though. I'll tell you what's beautiful. White pudding, white pudding and beans. Oh, get the fuck. Oh, my maker. Jesus Christ. It's so good. In a sandwich maker, yeah. Yeah, oh. so um, tell you I, what else is great. I could just really grab a hold on. I'd rather talk about four in the sandwich maker. A what? Chili con carne, onto your bread in the sandwich maker. Oh yeah, that's nice. Is there is there oh, beans oh. and chili con carne? There is, yeah. What are them? Yeah. The big brown Kidney beans? beans. Yeah. Nah, well, depends. <laughs> yeah, but see, that depends how much of a snob you are. Like when we used to get this back in the flats, it was a tin of beans. Like baked beans were fucked in by my ma, yeah. so yeah. they were all right. Yeah, but you was a famous down your way for the cabbage water. Well, do you know what funny story? Right, my yeah. dad loves cabbage toasties. Yeah, yes, <laughs> something wrong. With you, <laughs> just, just, God. Yeah, but yeah. um. Anyway, listen, uh, Andy Kaufman, uh, being toasty, but from a sandwich maker, they cost you a fucking tenner. Like, and that'd be all. Um, Where yeah, were we? application. <laughs> I, I don't want Liverpool to go and attack Newcastle and be that kind of what we've seen <laughs> up against Brighton, where they go, I'll let them have it and see, let them come up the pitch and see, I want them to be fucking on this. I'm on it. And be absolutely snapping at them. And Shelby doesn't get a minute. Willock doesn't get a minute. The fullbacks don't. Nobody gets a minute because yeah. Leicester beat these 4 0, like someone said earlier, and Leicester's been shy all season for the majority, right? But I, I swear to God, we go out and do put one or two passes in the first 25. It could be three or half time. And you're allowed. Is it three or four subs you're allowed in? It's only three, isn't it? Three. 
Three. three. Well, I'd, I'd make three subs, right? And I would not be bringing Andy Robertson on. I would not be bringing Thiago on. And I would not be bringing Jota on. I would be putting three other players on that pitch and saying, now we've rested three and then we've fucking taken three off. That, you know, we've rested six, really. Um, and that's what I want to see. I want to see the application where we just pend these in, but be so aggressive, so aggressive in what we do because they won't be able to handle it. They just won't be able to handle it. Um, Paulie Wallen says that he's proud done. of me. Um, remember the white pudding. Um, I'm proud you remember the white pudding. Oh, seriously, white pudding and beans in a sandwich maker is just phenomenal. Phenomenal. Um, spice burger as well is the business. If you travel, oh no, spice burger omelette yeah. is the best. Spice burger omelette is just incredible. Spice burger on a breakfast. Chris doesn't know what a spice burger is, but um, and you've told me what spice burger is. It sounds about as horrific as white. Oh, as, uh, it's fucking white amazing. I don't. He doesn't know what white pudding is either. White pudding I know what white pudding is. Ah, oh, no, listen. You don't have black pudding. You don't have the white pudding over there. A black pudding crap um, as well. I was down. I was down at my local shop today. Um, drop the drop the young one off the skill, and I go in the shop every morning and grab. Cigarettes, milk, which usually fucking does a list um, every morning because this house is mad. But um, I said to the guy, do you know the white pudding you have behind the deli counter? And he was like, yeah. I said, really nice. Can you get me some? He's like, yeah. He said, they come in big, long slabs. They're seven euros each. I said, get me two for over the Christmas. So I'm um, going to go mad. And I'm going to dedicate me first beans and white pudding sandwich maker toasty to Andy Kaufman, if that's okay. Yeah, just, um, just, just Steve's got my... Opinion perfect. What? It's Where's just, I've not, um, I haven't seen Br- Bracky make that facial expression since Keith started talking about Formula One. Uh, Kev started talking about Formula, Formula One. Formula One is great. It's fucking You're shit. only a fan the last week, I've done. Oh, I love it. The now. last month, I'm, I'm in, like, I'm, I'm, got, I'm mad into it. I'm going to, like, I'm telling you, next Being year, I'm, I'm all over it next year. Qualifying. Uh, practice. You, you and Kev, you and Kev do the Formula One chat then. Fucking telling you, me and Kev might go to a Grand Prix. Yeah, there you go. Good. We might do, and we'll have a great. Um, Brian Murphy says all the confidence about tomorrow night has made me nervous. I'm with you, Brian. There's a little bit of nerves there, uh, but what I would say is, is that I, I keep saying it: apply ourselves properly, be absolutely intense for 30, 35 minutes. We'd be able to sight against these. I promise you. And I do think I, I do think having two paces centre backs helps. Yeah, that's, and and, and that, that kills. Does Gale kill still play for them? Does he? Toy yeah. Gale, and he might be knocking around there. there. He He's still there, yeah. Give me, give me a uh, score prediction, Keith, and I need the scores for Liverpool as well, please. Thank you. Six nil. Slaughterhouse. Oh, well. Right. Absolute slaughterhouse. Okay. Um, I'll go for Salah hat trick, Mane with two, and Trent with one. Okay. Absolute dry hump them. No mercy. Just absolute upend them. Okay. Um. Kevin Ball says, or Kevin, yeah, he says, F1 will be interesting next year. Completely new cars. Mate, I'm not that deep into it. Like, I only know the colours of the cars and, like, yeah. you know, that, oh, that's the Red Bull one and the Ferrari one is red. After that, I'm only just yeah. there for the crack. What Curious. car is Louis Hamilton in? Yeah, what yeah. What car is Louis fucking, Hamilton in? You know, where's, where's the Williams with Rotman's written on the back of it? Um, <laughs> yeah. Chris, score prediction and scorers, please. The Keith's got a bit overboard there, mate. Come on, 6 0. It'd be, be a tight game that. Uh, four. Nil. Four nil. Okay. <laughs> Four nil. Two for Salah, Chamberlain, and Simicast to get his first. Okay. Veranda Chia says, fuck off, Gav. You can't even make the fourth corner in the F1 game. That's because it's not real, bro. 
Um, it's actually ridiculous. Go and, go and try one of them Formula One games out. It's absolutely insane how re- weird it is to even do it. Um, David, 27 David. nil to David Lennon. Um, nil off to Mike in the world. 4 nil at halftime, 6 nil at full time. Mo treble and get him off on 60 minutes, says Garen Mack. Um, Red Soy says 6 nil. Avo says 8 nil. And they'd be lucky to get nil. Salah scoring all 27. Um, <laughs> Kevin Ball says massive new changes next season on the F1. Gav, you love it. Makes the field even closer now. If, if it's anyway as good as it was for the last month, I'm, I'm all over it. It was, it was really good. Like, really, really good. Um, what you say, Chris? Four now? I said four. Do you want to go in the middle? He said six. I'm not going in the middle of five, four and six now. Um, 18. 3-1 Liverpool. Cowardly bastard. 3-1. 3-1. Yeah. Um, Get him off. Salah. <laughs> Salah. Van Dijk. Oxley chamberlain Megan McCann. And who scores? Megan, who what? scores for them? Who scores for them then? Um, Dave Wilson. Okay. Um, uh, 4-0. Salah, Jota 2 and Mane. Uh, Salah 2, Jota and Manny, says Megan McCallion. Ox in front three is dead. Do we agree? Um, well, it was one game at the weekend. Um, no, I, I said at the weekend, I think it'd be better against Newcastle in that front three oh, than right. Villa because Villa were at the fair, very quick at the back and he wouldn't have got mm. a sniff where these right. are going to be absolute. Okay, en- enough, enough of the football. Archie Dillon has a very important question. All right, lads. Gav, do you heat beans up before you put them on the bread with raw pudding? Only asking as I'm cooking breakfast. No. No. What do you mean, no? Hold yeah, on. In a you sandwich just, maker? Yeah. No. What, well, he, all right, well, where I am with this, right, where I'd be with this, and I know they ask you, but I'm going to give my opinion. Do you know what I love with beans, right? You know when they, they're left sitting in now the Now, you did spend a the year just beer. eating cans of beans every morning, didn't you? Yeah. Whole yeah. year, yeah. Yeah. Every morning, kind of tin, a big tin of beans, yeah. Um, Cabbage water as well? No, well, I, I lost like uh, the weight. I, so I was on a, a, a certain diet and I was eating a tin of beans every day for breakfast and I woke in a small office and I used to fart all day. And people were too nice to pull me up about it, but I was ashamed of my life. Every few minutes, <laughs> farting, stinking the place out. And uh, look, look, I had to then just put the weight back on because it was an, an unbearable situation in work. Mm. But now you let the beans, you cook the beans, right? And you let no. them get a bit more thicker and a no. bit more um, congealed. No, this is this is this is about this is about something being very very easy to do. So Archie, yeah. sandwich maker, you know where you get them. You get them in little Aldi. You get them anywhere at a tenner, right? You know how they look. You open them up at the top. There's two squares. Butter two bits of bread. Right, if you're making just one on one side, butter two bits of bread, okay? Put the butter side of the bread down so it doesn't yeah. stick to the sandwich maker. That's very important. That's the key. That well, is the key. you get away the with it on a maker. new one because it's not, ah. they're meant to be non-stick, but as yeah. the time goes Ma- on, that's what, mine, that's what mine is. Right? That's what mine yeah. is. So, and this has to be a sandwich maker, not a sandwich maker. Yeah, no, 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 not in a toaster. This like has to be in. Sandwich maker, put the bit of bread down, right? Butter side down so it doesn't stick to the sandwich maker itself. Get your beans out of the can and just put them on the fucking bread, wherever you want them. Cut up two or, genuinely try this, cut up two or three slices of, um, two or three pieces of white pudding or break it up, wherever you want, and just lay it across the top of the beans. Put the bread on top with the butter facing up so when the sandwich maker comes down, it's going to hit the butter. Close it and just leave it there for seven or eight minutes. And my G, well, listen, you can laugh all you want, you can make faces, but trust me, 
Trust me. Um, no, it sounds with, amazing. With, my my only gripe is that the beans aren't going on cold. That's my beans, only issue with this. Listen, uh, they're baked. I'm with David. Beans. I'm with David Lennon. Get Andy Young on the phone. They're baked <laughs> beans. They're baked already. They're just fucking nah, cold. No, no, no. When they're straight out of the tin, they're too watery. You need to cook them. No. Taking up that juice. When you take them out, you take you take most of the juice away from anyway when you're taking them on the spoon and putting them down on. Trust, just try it. All right, come back and let me know. Gav, is that your smart going to an even reception, but it's not cold enough for your big cow fleece? Now, this is another cough. Um, can can that's another, um, I don't know, what side am I on here? There, it's hard to um, win, Callaway, that's a Callaway golf top tonight. Um, no, this is just a normal one. I do play golf in this one, unlike the other one, unlike the other one. Um, Andy uses a smeg. He hasn't got a smeg sandwich maker. But, he um, probably has, and ah, if he, he doesn't, he wouldn't, he wouldn't use a sandwich And there is one, he will have it. No, he um, wouldn't use a sandwich maker. That's true. But anyway, White pudding, beans, lashing the sandwich maker, and overall, including the cost of your sandwich maker, a tenner. Beans is about 50 pence a can, is it? And change your this. Pudding, two quid, and you'll get, you'll get four meals out of like, now, fiber. On the pudding, Gav, are we going for like a clonic hilti with bits of sawdust and cardboard in it, or are you going for the cheap, like, galty thing? No, or? no, 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 no. Um, I, I, I I don't mind the pudding with the bits in it. You know, the... What do you call it? I don't know, even know what it is, isn't it? Chronic guilty pudding? Um, yeah, the, no, the I, like the smell, I, like the, I like the smell pudding. Yeah, so that there's you one, can, yeah, There's yeah. one in Ireland called Oldhausen, um, which I think you can only buy fucking wholesale now. I don't even know what to do Oldhausen. in the shop. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> but um, he knows me so well this fella grand Jesus Gav sitting on a sofa in the white beater and white fronts with beans spilling all over himself yeah that's probably about right um, if I had white pudding now I definitely wouldn't do that to be honest with you um, but no just try it and the other one the other one for anyone that hasn't heard me talk about this before three eggs in a cup whisk them around fuck them on the pan Straight away, get a spice burger, break it up all over it, a little bit of cheese, throw the throw the the top on the pan and just leave it there for five, six minutes until the egg is done. And it's un-fucking-real. So, there you go. Um, there you go. Heartburn, yeah, 100%, 100%. Um, black pudding is lovely as well, by the way, um, if you get a right yeah. one. If you get the right one. Um, quickly, the transfer window coming in January. Um, the reason I want to talk about this is, a, do you think Liverpool will do any business? And I want you to try to predict how many um, players Newcastle will sign. That's all I want to ask about that. We will be doing transfer stuff in January, but we're going to try to build it into shows rather than make it as... We might do our own transfer shows, but we're going to try to build it into shows like this and um, the Fatback Four and the Forum and whatever, that, and Friday nights with, with Chris and, and, and Kevin, stuff like that. We will have standout shows on their own. Um, when things happen, when we'll things happen and, and stuff like that. And um, have you seen Stephen Lennon's breaking news? Stephen Lennon's breaking news. Um, called off. Newcastle called off Liverpool due to heat uh, hot bean incident. Oh, you see, you're only an amateur <laughs> getting stuck on stuff. <laughs> yeah. um, um, uh, the bits that are in the white pudding are from cows eating Toblerones. So. Key to let you go first. How many players Liverpool do you think sign, and how many do you think Newcastle will do? Right, well, I think Nat Phillips is going to go out the door. That's looking more and more likely now. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he don't want. I wouldn't be surprised if he don't want. But I'm not going to hold out 
you know, me think if we fall for this every blade window and we don't do anything, but this time I wouldn't be surprised if we done a little sneaky one, an addition rather than a desperate one. Do you know that way? Mm. Um, I, I think it'll be quiet for Liverpool. Not Phillips out and one in, I'd say, and, and that's all you're looking at. Um, and the one in might not be a blade and top draw one. Newcastle, I think, will do about six. I think Newcastle will do as much as they can. And I think the standard of player they're going to bring in, they're linked with Kieran Trippier today. It's a good move. You know, that's the profile of player. They, they'll get in 30 million, I saw, was the rumoured fee. He'll be earning a bleeding fortune in wages. Um, and I think that type of player, you know, I've seen players in, in the chat earlier, someone was saying, you know, Tarkovsky and other people getting linked. I think that'll be the, they'll bring in the types of players, Megan, it's a good show there, Coutinho, you know, players, big name players that clubs are trying to get rid of will be getting lobbed towards Newcastle. And I can see them doing six signings and so maybe, maybe one of them will be a success and the others will just be an improvement because they're so fucking bad. An improvement to keep them up and then look to move them on. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, Avo says the end of the M62 was down to one lane at the Rocket. Anyone going to the game allow for this? Yeah, um, he, he said that earlier and I wanted to note that. So anyone going to the game tomorrow, um, just watch for the traffic near Anfield, all right? Give yourself extra time and stuff like that. Also, there is extra... Um, there's extra pieces of information I think you have to give going into the game tomorrow. So if you're going into the game and you know the way this NFC ticket stuff caused up at the start of the season, they are looking for it's some sort of COVID clearance they're looking for. So make sure that you check it out. You make sure you have what you need before you go to the game. So you're not get you don't A get caught out and don't be allowed in, or B, you don't leave enough time and you're yeah. fucking outside the ground and missing Liverpool's force three goals in the first 11 minutes so um, Chris how many did Liverpool do and how many did Newcastle do I'll say I will say I don't think Liverpool do a tap and um, I think Newcastle do at least six uh, I don't think Liverpool do any I'm hoping they'll do one which is a wide forward but my gut feeling is we won't, we won't do any we, um, I think you see Phillips and Carrius go out the door in terms of Newcastle yeah in terms of, I think I think most people have in terms of Newcastle, I think they do four to six, but I do think most of them will be expensive loans. Like Trippy will probably be on stupid money, but on a ridiculous loan fee. Uh, but I think what they'll look for is they might look for one big marquee player like a Coutinho, name wise, and then I think then they'll try and poach players that Burnley, Leeds, the ones in the bottom half would go for. They just outbid them. Yeah, try and take it from try and take them from a rival, keep themselves up. I think that's the that's the plan. But the way they're playing at the moment. I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm still thinking Newcastle January might come too late for them the way the form they're in at the moment. Do you think it's helping them? Is Watford seem to have forgotten how to win games again? Well, That's it's not, not even that. It's not even that. They go through a bad Christmas now, and then like all the signings won't happen on the fourth of January. You see an awful lot of them mm. happen at the end of January, and by the end of January you could be twenty three ish league games in somewhere yeah. around that. Um, so you have fifteen league games to go, and you could be fucking eight ten points off safety, whatever it is. And it doesn't matter who you bring in. It's a, it's a big turnaround, 10 points. Um, Jesse Lingard's a model to go. Oh, Lingard is an He will yeah. keep them up. And, yeah, you know, he's what they need. Proven quality. He's proven quality for that. For that. They did it for West Ham last, last year, didn't yeah. they? But he, he's a spark plug as well. I mean, yeah, I'm yeah. not a huge fan of Lingard, but he done it at West Ham. He gives them that... That spark, and that'll be the type of player I'd say. We'll see a lot of players that at the big English clubs that are out of favour. Yeah, Botman's maybe one or two. Botman's the one that's been like with him, isn't it? Yeah. 
They definitely need a centre back, whether it's Botman or it, I mean, I could never see Burnley selling Tarkowski in mid season. I just don't see them doing it. Code for only money. Yeah. Um, for Andy Chester, this stat was too good to be ignored. I don't know what that stat was. If you want to throw it back up, let me know. Uh Liverpool chat, football in the world chat, Neil Fields of the world's best YouTube channel ever. We love our YouTube channel. Um, we just love having crack. Um, and like sometimes we get it badly, badly wrong where we talk about COVID when there's COVID happening and fucking, you know, um, Paulie Walnut says he's going to boast Keith. And uh, Keith yeah, is friends again. Right. No, we're, we're friends, friends again. again. I'm only messing. Yeah, but no, listen, um, we just love doing it. We just enjoy doing it. And um, that's the most important thing uh, yeah. of everything. So uh, thanks, Tom, for that. Um, and the chat is always fucking great crack I'd be roaring that I'd be doing my best to hold me laugh in a loads of the chat to be honest with I'm you not, I'm not very good at that no I just I just find <laughs> something so funny and it's not even talking to us it's talking between um, it's yeah, talking each other um, yeah um, oh here's Veranda Cheese he must have been reading this fucking match fucking magazine or something here yeah, I'll throw it up for you uh, even though you've abused me I'm like, that's, that was too good to ignore Ibra Suarez and Ronaldo are the only players in the history of football to score in every minute of a match 1 to 90 minutes oh yeah I'm glad so I didn't ignore that there you go. Veranda Cheese yeah. um, that's a football in the world yeah. Content, huh? yeah. Uh tomorrow me and Kev are back with um the post match Newcastle so ten PM get on that. Um Friday Kev and Chris are back with Sports yeah. Unplugged. Um I, I don't know what's going on on Friday night, so I'm not even gonna pretend to know, right? Um I don't know either. Do you haven't told me anything? <laughs> um, they don't come across any information. Um We might have uh, we might have Mick from Copite on it as well. Okay, good stuff. Um Saturday nothing on Liverpool don't play till Sunday don't they so Sunday we will do a match reaction um, me and Kev are about 7 I think we're on a half hour are we um, so we will do a match reaction which will be 30 minutes max um, on the game and then we'll be back me, Kev, Keith and Shawnee at 10pm with a full full rundown we could have left the post match out but people seem to be enjoying it so we're trying to do our best when you stop enjoying it tell us and we just stop doing it that's that's how it works. Um, we are planning more content in the new year. I will tell you that. Um, yeah, but, but we'll get to that in the new year because I'll tell you that now and then something will happen and then it'll all go badly wrong. Um, I'll choke on a fucking pudding and bean sandwich or something. And yeah. That'll be the end of it. Um, you went with a smile on your face at least. Yeah, yeah, I went with a smile on my face and beans dripping down the front of me while I was in yeah. my boyfriend's uh, watching no, the Yeah, exactly. Keith, anything else before we go? You should mention it, yeah. Mm. Um, Sergio Aguero, um, the great Sergio Aguero. I'm not doing the Aguero, um, retired from the game. I didn't do a full, full gusto, (laughs) you know what I mean? Um, retired from the game today, and I think he's, uh, I don't know why he was was right. I think he's one of the best players to ever play in the Premier League. He was a player of absolute quality before yeah. he came to the Premier League and you know it, it's awful to see him um, having to retire at this age you know he, he's a fair old age don't get me wrong he's not a young fellow but you know under the circumstances and, and look it's something that's that's been with him for a, most of his career um, I just think it's an awful way to go out and I, I think you'll forget in years to come that he even signed for Barcelona. We'll all think he retired at City. And he was just an excellent player in the Premier League. Um, you know, probably the most iconic end of a season, you know, the most iconic moment of a, a Premier League finale is is down to Sergio Aguero. And I just think he's I just think he's um 
maybe gets overlooked in the the list of greats. You know, I, I'd have him well up there. I have him up there with the likes of Henri. Um, if he done that at Manchester United, you've seen him much better. Like. Oh yeah. Yeah, I agree 100%. Or Liverpool. That's a great point. That is a great point. Um, There's a snobbery about Man City. Right in some ways, it must be said. But um, I just think what he's done, the goals he's done, the the opponents he does it against, does it in the big games. Always does it in the big games. And uh, I just think he's been a great player and and sad to see him having to retire the way he did. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, Like he's, I don't think he ever scored at Anfield. For Man City. No, no, but he scored quite a few. Uh, I think he scored a couple yeah. at the at the Etihad, but he yeah. was yeah. Uh, he was always a player you'd fear. Yeah. Worked hard, um, really strong for even the size and the low centre of gravity, um, quick, great touch, good vision. He he was every yeah, had everything. He wasn't selfish, but he was yeah. in front of goal. He was he was really 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 good. He was a f- top fucking quality player, and and look, it's, it's sad that he retires today. But the only thing I would say to me is he's had a brilliant career. And you know, uh, hopefully, hopefully, in the next couple of months, when he when it kind of all dies down and and the whole retirement thing kind of gets put to bed and he kind of gets over at that, he realizes what a great career he has and and how he's earned the right to enjoy the rest of his life with his with his wife and family or whatever it might yeah. be. Um, just Dave says shout out to Chris for yesterday's women's show it was a cracker. Um, go yeah, and look at that. Not, a pe- not enough people are watching this show. show, by the way, but it's absolutely brilliant. And Chris is putting in great work. Um, any more man on shows this week, Gav says Garmac. Not this week, Gar. And to be honest, we're going to be just going on the fly, I suppose, probably to the yeah. start of January, simply because of the amount of fixtures and where they're all set up. We're trying to just fish shows in where we can. And people have to enjoy their Christmas as well. So asking people to do this, that and the other around Christmas is, is tough, you know what I mean? Um, but we're going to try to do as much as we can, especially around games. And anything else we can fit in, we will, whether that's one person on screen, two people or four people, whoever's available will come on. The lads are brilliant when you ask them to do stuff, they do it. And if they can't, they're genuine that they can't. So it is one of those. But um, when it comes to December, it, it's one of those where just we do shows whenever we can. We don't yeah. promise anything, but we do a good bit of content in December, but we don't commit to much. Um, anything else before we go, Chris? No, um, the only other thing I'll say about the women's team is um, they're actually guaranteed to finish Christmas top of the league, despite the fixture being rearranged for February. So that's a good start. And despite the results tonight, they're actually into the quarterfinals of the League Cup. So good stuff. Good start. So, and the only thing I was saying, Aguero is, I know I was flipping before, like he's probably one of my favourite non-Liverpool players. Uh, when, when he didn't play against us, I thought he was brilliant. Yeah. And I'll be amazed if in the next six months he's not back as a ambassador. Like he, He's basically a bit like the Ian Rush, Kenny Dalglish sort of figure. He, he'd be perfect for what Man City wants as an ambassador. And I think they'd be stupid if they didn't. Bring it a back. Team with very few legends. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. In the grand scheme of things, and and I think he is because it's it's, it's very easy for us to mock Man City. We, we but all, all, but it all dep- it all depends what what he wants to do. He could be the sort of oh, if he goes, wants. He's, I'm good to have to retire, but I don't want to fucking. Uh, there's loads of players out there that are like distraught or retiring because yeah. they love playing football, but they'd hate the thought of standing on the sideline or or going into you know fucking the, the executive boxes and and entertaining fucking people on a Saturday you know yeah. it, it all depends what he wants to do I just hope he has um, a really good retirement um, I hope he looks back on his, his career as he should and um, in fairness to Sergio Aguero he was the fucking B 
business. Um, and he got the Copa America as well, didn't he? Before he went, um, yeah. he was part of the yeah. Argentina squad that got that. So it's nice. It, it means nothing really, but mm. that he got an international trophy as well. Yeah. Before he had the jacket in, was nice. Veranda Cheese wants me to do a video of me at the go- at the golf, the driving range. I have said for ages, ages, I would love nothing more than to make a YouTube video going out and playing golf. Um, and put it on this channel. I don't give a fuck if it's a Liverpool channel. Put it on this channel for a bit of crack. And all the lads go, oh, no, um, not too sure. I'd do it 100%. Just get me a cameraman and put a mic on me, and I'll go out and play golf and have the crack. No problem. So there you go. Um, Any volunteers to be the gilly that day that follows Gavin on the golf course where I believe yeah. in Mike? But I will. I will. Um, I'll definitely points and feel <laughs> um, I'll definitely buy points and fill it after for you if you want to do it if you want to video it so that's it nothing else I have nothing else we better go I did say an hour and 15 it's an hour and 27 um, we're in now and we always break those rules but listen the chat have been amazing absolutely brilliant hit the like on the way out if you haven't um, hit subscribe if you're not subscribed already and if you're listening to the audio download later on hit the review button give us a review give us a 5 star review that gets us out to more people and in turn gets more people watching more opinions in here and that's what we're all about um, update on Sienna um, talking to her mother today absolutely flying looking forward to Christmas um, and owning the house more than she has ever done before because <laughs> of increased um, mobility I think is the word you were looking at so um, good luck to all of them in that house so there you go um, that is it we will talk in a bit thanks a million Chris thanks a million Keith uh, see you tomorrow after the Newcastle match. Over now. Sports Social Podcast Network.